Um, look, it's a good card. A couple of jumps races to, to kick it off with. There's not a heap of meat on the bone, but I'm coming into this full of confidence that we'll have full pockets by the end of the day. Oh, well, we're buoyed by that confidence, so we're going to hold it to that. Um, hopefully... The uh, confidence is high in the Bobbin stable today because Andrew Bobbin's got three runners and he joins us to, to have a look at his chances. Good morning, Andrew. Good up, Dan. Thank you for having me on. You've got three chances, two in the jumps races, so a couple early on. In fact, you're going to book in the day there, so I hope there's something uh, good to do between races uh, two and seven for you. But um, you kick it off, you've got Shine and Dandy in the first event, a $12 shot, and this is in the hurdle. He's been a model of consistency throughout the year, albeit in mountains and 58 over a mile and a half. Uh, he's proven to stick, and soft ground it shouldn't suit. He's okay in there as well. But, um, it's a deep enough uh, maiden. There's some horses there with some experience, and some that go okay on the flat. So uh, we're just going to work out where he fits into uh, the hurtling picture today. But uh, he's certainly very fit. He's, he's at a seems like a swillion mile and a half races this prep. So. Fitness is not an issue. Um, it just might be more a little bit of his uh, ring craft, if you like. But whatever he does today, he'll certainly improve on. you got Mighty Oasis, who looks likely to be your best chance today, a $3.90 chance in what looks a really good hurdle race too. Yeah, he's, he's still a, a benchmark hurdler uh, in an open race today. Of course, he will get a weight advantage uh, from a few of the, the, the more fancied ones. Now, if every horse you trained was like Mighty Oasis, the game would be a hell of a lot easier because you go through his form there. I think he's had uh, five goes this year for four seconds and a win uh, over the fences, or it might be three seconds and a win. But whatever it is, he, he tries very hard every time. And uh, he's a horse that, uh, from that gate, will probably be uh, on pace. So um, he'll certainly give his backers something to cheer for uh, the majority of the race. And uh, whether, he's, whether he's up to winning, I'm, I'm not sure, but um, he's going to give it his best shot. And you've got a $7.50 chance, Fighting Sweet, who's third up uh, in the last event today, race seven. Yeah, ran last weekend and up, up, up at Matoa and drew a poor gate. Now, usually from a poor gate, second run in the prep, I'm a, a trainer that would go back and ride quietly. But uh, we thought we'd give her a bit of a dig because uh, she's a horse that I think um, only sometimes puts her best foot forward. Uh, so she was put right into the race the other day and... She stuck on and Ali got her in the last couple of strides uh, to finish a very close third. She come through the race very well. Now she draws barrier two today. Uh, Willie McCarthy will have the spurs on and um, he'll be uh, <coughs> fairly aggressive from the gate and on a tight-turning Cassidy circuit. Hopefully she can be there for a very long way. Oh, sounds like there's a decent push there for her in the last. Um, of the three, who's your best? I would say the last, uh, Fighting Sweet simply because uh, Mighty Oasis, he's been in for a hell of a long time and uh, he's in with the big boys today. I'm, I'm not going to question his application at all, but um, it'd be the toughest race he's uh, contested and uh, shine and dandy, he's still learning the craft. So um, I expect them all to run well, but I would say uh, that the mayor in the last would be uh, the best uh, betting proposition. Yeah, and around 7.50, so you can back each way as well. Look, thanks for your time today, Andrew. Really appreciate your honesty as well, and uh, we hope to see you get a result today at Castleton. Good stuff. I'll be interested to see what Harry's got. He sounded fairly confident there uh, before I came on air. Yeah, well, you'll be able to know you'll be able to do a U-turn sh shortly and go home if he hasn't factored you in. <laughs>
Good luck, boys. Thank you. That, thanks, Andrew. Andrew Bobbin there uh, with his three runners at Caston. And the pressure's on now, Harry. Um, <laughs> race number one on the Carter Heavy 8 at Caston. And the scratchings are 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16. So 10 and south are all scratched. Uh, the popular one is... Heir to the throne at a dollar and sixty-five, dominating the market. Race one, American in Paris, and Laughing Grizzly are in the market at six dollars and five dollars, respectively. Yeah, look, I'm happy to stick with Heir to the Throne, Dan, on the seven-day backup after being beaten by the narrowest of margins on his jumps debut. I was with him last week, and I was watching the replay. Um, I still can't even see the margin in real time, to yeah. be honest. I'm happy, yeah. I'm happy to stick on. Obviously, we can't get the, the $4 on offer from last week, and we have to take a short price quote, but I just think he'll be winning a race like this. Laughing Grizzly uh, has intertwining flat form with Heir to the Throne, closing off strongly behind him on the flat last start. His jumps trials between runs have been satisfactory. American in Paris has been going over the bigger fences this prep. Loved his recent hurdle trial in between runs of late. Uh, fourth pick, I found it, you know, I think the race falls away a little bit. Jimmy Secret or uh, Andrew's runner Shine and Dandy uh, might be the better of the remaining runners, but I think the short price favourite is the one clearly to beat in the opener. Five, seven, one, six. Uh, well, you gave Sean and Dandy a mention there, so Andrew will keep driving forward, knowing that he's a chance to run top four. But this could change. This this could be the fork on the road. Race number two. Uh, it's a good hurdle. The scratching is number eight. Big Blue is at two ninety. Number one. Uh, five. Tolomac is at three dollars thirty and seven. Mighty Oasis at three ninety. Yeah, I'll go with Big Blue, Dan. Bypassed a stronger race uh, last Sunday that was won by Stern Idol, so probably a smart move uh, to bypass that and come here. Returned to form two runs back before jumping the last obstacle awkwardly last start and was pulled up, so we can forgive that. He does give significant weight to the rest of the field. Um, That's because he's the class jumper. I think he's still the one to beat. Onset... Raced on well since winning at track and trip three runs back. She narrowly beat Tolmac uh, in that race, who had won his start prior and looks a key hope here. Mighty Oasis ran second to Tolmac, so all the form sort of intertwines. Um, and then after running second to Tolmac, Mighty Oasis knocked off his maiden hurdle. And as Andrew touched on, he's just so honest. So if you, be, if you stick with him, if you've been backing him, I wouldn't drop off because he always puts his best foot forward. But I'm happy to stick with the class jumper of the race in big blue. One, two, five, seven. Hillsville Greyhounds kicking off at 10.57, so that's about three minutes away. James Vandermart, your caller there. He's tips in race one, are one, six, three, and four. Number one, dominant force, affirming uh, fixed odds favourites now at 2.20, so a bit under three minutes to race number one at Hillsville. Harry, race three is the chase, the Morden Hill Casterton steeplechase. The scratching is four. And Elverson is the odds-on favourite here, horse number one at a dollar eighty-five. Yeah, look, Elverson again, uh, Dan, short way home, but uh, as one well at track and trip either side of a second to Britannicus in the Australian Steeplechase, that's just fantastic form. Looks the clear one to beat, uh, despite giving weight to the rest of them, um, and I think realistically that sort of dollar eighty, dollar ninety, it's a pretty fair price. I don't at all think getting leggy can beat Elverson, but he looks the most likely on paper to be running second. Historic was 
a good win at two back, but was beaten by Elvis in either side of that. So it has to make up a lot of lengths on him. And then mapping, I thought was the most likely other runner, challenging for the minor money, but um, one-way traffic for me with the one on top of 325. Seven have been carded, Casterton. So race four is the first leg of the main quaddie. There are no scratchings. Twelve strong lady heads the market. 340 tab fixed odds. Nine Waitman at $4.60. Five dollars for three Lock Gorman. Strong lady uh, was my original value play of the day. You could get north of $5.50 when markets open. There's been no scratchings and the support's been good, as you touched on, into $3.70. Good through the line last start over the trip in a stronger looking race. Uh, the winner, Sing for Peace, went around yesterday at Caulfield, as we know. I've mapped her closer to the speed this time. I expect she proves competitive in a field of this calibre. And that market support is just making me even more confident. Lot Gorman, I thought, would probably lead. Might appreciate another step up in distance. Struzel closed off well last start, finishing just ahead of Waitman, who took off early in that race, tried to pinch the race, uh, and was run down. They were at very different pricing points uh, on that day, and that margin's been narrowed a little bit. But I think I'd rather be backing Struzel out of those two at the better price if you were thinking that race is the right form reference. I've gone 12-3-7-9. Race 5... And this race is clear of changes. Alisac number two is at two fifty. Three last dream at three forty. Five who shot who at three twenty. I'm with who shot who uh, here. Dan was very good first up for a new stable. Reese Goodwin's got this horse now. Forty five start maiden first up basically should have won the race. Covered that much ground um, that it was unlucky to be beaten. And the horse that beat him home has won again well. So that reads well. Better drawn this time around, can sit closer in running. Um, it'll be some training effort, I think, to get this horse to win, but I think he can do so. Alisac hasn't won for a very long time. Maps to lead. Three minor money finishes of late suggest another win might not be far away. Last Dream only found one better in her past two runs. I think looks well-placed. And then if you're looking for a roughie for your exotics, Dynamic Blue has jumped out solidly enough. Best form's over further, but at 35 to 1, if you're playing first fours, chuck the horse in. 5, 2, 3, 1. In race number five, Harry White's previewing the Casterton meeting, and we're up to race number six now. The scratching is number five, a Razor Warrior. Uh, at 2.40, clearly the favourite here, but Wild Vitality number one at 4.40 and four Cheneford are in the market uh, as well. 5.50 about Cheneford, but Razor Warrior, the popular one. Yeah, I like Razor Warrior, Dan. It's been stiff to only find one better in his past two runs over the trip on the synthetic. I think he'd only have to convert those runs onto a wet track here to figure. He can sit closer. I think just today simply looks to be his day. Wild Vitality strips fitter from a first-up effort where he raced on pace, weak and late. Cheneford can mix form, but will be prominent enough to not have any excuses in the run, I would have thought. And then Rebel Tinge, uh, resuming for a new stable, sparks a bit of interest, and you're getting a price to uh, to find out. 3149. And the last event on the card at 438, the 0 to 58, scratch 8, 13 and 15. And five, Bedouin King heads the market. Fixed odds, $4.60. 5.50, number seven, Fioroso. Uh, number nine, Devalium is at $6. I'm going to stick uh, with Reese Goodwin, Dan. I've got him, his horses on top in the past in the last three races, so hopefully the long trip to Casterton from Pakenham uh, is well worth it. Fioroso, relatively quick backup from last Saturday, but finished off well into the minor money. 
gets the wet track conditions to suit and may opt to sit somewhat closer in the run from a better draw. Fighting Sweet, uh, Andrew Bobbin's runner, was double figures when markets opened and I thought was the value runner here. Hard fit third up, another horse who appreciates a wet track and she's really looking for this distance range now and as Andrew said, will probably go forward and, and can give a sight. Bedouin King, the uh, race favourite, seemingly has his hoof on the till after two second placings of late. And then Volkswagen Frank uh, looks next best, just the wet track. That's the concern for him. I would have maybe elevated his chances in my numbers if we were playing on a drier surface. Seven eleven five two. In the uh, last event. Okay, what about your best bets for the day? I'm going to book in the card. Well, I say I'm going to. Hopefully, I'm going to book in the card. Look, race one, number five, best of the day, heir to the throne. I know it's short, but, you know, small fish are sweet sometimes, Dan. Value, race seven, number seven, Fierosa, $5.50. Quaddy, first leg, three, seven, nine, and 12. Second leg, two, three, five. Third leg, one, three, four. Last leg, five, seven, 11. Play of the day, I'm going to focus on the other two jumps races. So all up race two, number one, Big Blue, into race three, number one, Elverson. It's funny, i got to laugh when people say small uh, fish are sweet. I, I tend to think small fish are really salty, so I don't quite set that way. But I've got total total faith in you today and being able to bookend the card at uh, at uh, at Casterton uh, today. So um, in that, uh, so what's the the, the quaddy leg that we we narrow down the most? Just just recap us the quaddy leg to uh, to to take us closer to the one out, which 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 was the leg. Well, I've gone. I've gone basically four three three three. But I'd be. I think race four, the first leg, we have to keep the four in. Um, I'd like to keep the the three runners in the second leg. You know what? Maybe we could uh, trim up leg three, which is race six. Uh, I had numbers one three four. Maybe we could just trim up uh, with one and three because I really do think as long as Razor Warrior can convert those efforts from the synthetic onto the wet, that uh, today is its day to win. Oh, don't change on my account. We'll just take an extra unit maybe with uh, with Razor Warrior. It sounds good to me. Um, Harry, thank you very much. And whether the fish are uh, salty or sweet, uh, I hope they go down well. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Fingers crossed.